Hey everybody, Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Train Floor. Let me check my mic, make sure that <laughs> make sure that's working. I always seem to, yeah, I don't know. Technical, technical difficult, technical difficulties, Jim here. Uh, wow, what a difference a day makes. Man, I'm telling you, the market sort of has bounced. So that's a good thing. Now, we're still in a market trend up under pressure. I won't, I, you know, I'm not gonna sugarcoat that. Um, you know, but I was, uh, you know, I was in there buying today. I mean, I bought some DocuSign that's going up. And by the way, I have a really good trade on DocuSign. And by the way, if you're looking on TikTok, super easy. I'm just going to point to it here. All you have to do is go to my profile, click on that link, and then, you know, just scroll down and you'll see this little trade. And if you, if you click on this, you'll see this great bull put spread. I mean, bull call spread that I have on DocuSign. I just did this this morning. It's a limited risk trade. Uh, and, uh, it yields about with four contracts. It, it leads yields about, um, about a, it has a profit potential of about almost a thousand dollars. So it's really, really good. And it's a limited risk trade too. So that's another thing that you might want to look at, but in order to get on that, if you're on TikTok, just go to this, uh, right here and, um, you, you know, and click on that. And, and if you are watching on YouTube and you want to get that same trade, super easy to do. All you have to do is uh, go to, and I'm going to give you this new, and we'll just get, come on. going to give you this, uh, this one here. All you have to do is go to www. Oh, that's Gmail. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got too many of these things here. I got I get to the thing. So let's let's put this one. So basically, just go to the website www. Dallas Trading Floor. dot com. And if you go to that, you'll see exactly the same thing that uh, that everybody is going to see on um, on uh, on on TikTok, and so just just go down there and just scroll down and you'll see the little thing it's the trade on the the bull call spread on um on docusign so docusign's looking really really good right now just something that you might want to want to look at uh there and it's a it's a really good trade and uh, it's a limited risk docusign just broke out today um the market has moved up uh, apple's looking good um, you know, so it's, it's looking good. I also did, uh, re-enter a position in PayPal. So let's kind of get to, to some of the, uh, slides as we speak right now. Okay. Well, basically, you know, what a difference a day makes. Boy, I tell you, it does. Um, here is basically what's happened. We're in an up market today. We we're pulling back hard, but we've got this beautiful bounce. So it looks like, you know, we, we, you know, every once in a while, the market has to correct a little bit, shake out a little bit. Definitely happened yesterday. <laughs> There's no question about that. But now it's bounced and it looks like it's moving higher. Looks like really good today. Uh, the S&P is up about 1.78%. Dow Jones is up about 1.8%. Now, of course, you know, this is not going to last forever, but we're in this uptrend and definitely, definitely a good place to be when we're in an uptrend. Just kind of want to show you my stocks. Oops. Did I get that right? Is that right? Yeah, I guess it is. Uh, let's see. No, I'm sorry. This is this is my stock list as of like I did have to edit this. Um, Apple, of course, I'm in it. That's up today, about three percent, which is a pretty incredible. CrowdStrike, I'm in that, of course. That's up about one point three five percent. I'm in, as I say, DocuSign just hit a massive uh, buy point on this. DocuSign is still viable right now. 
uh, definitely something that you might want to look at. I'm, I'm, I have DocuSign in all four of my portfolios. It was up $15.69 a day, or almost a little over 5%. And this is, the, this is the tell here. Not only was it up that much, but look at the volume. So the big money now is moving into DocuSign. It's absolutely apparent. And that's why we want to be there because, you know, we're like little minnows. We're following along behind those massive whales, which they call hedge funds and stuff like that. So we're following along behind that. So DocuSign's looking pretty darn good today. L Brands is up today. It's up 6%. Wow, this is a kind of amazing. Volume's up on that one, too. Um, up on Microsoft, uh, 280 uh, again, I moved into PayPal. It's up $5.10, or about 1.73% today. My position in Nike is doing very well. It's up as well. And then also in Santander Consumer, which is a uh, which is a consumer finance company that seems to be doing quite well. So that, without further ado, let's uh, get to – that's Jim Sucks. Let's look at a stock that you might want to put on your radar screen. I don't own this one yet. But it's starting to look really, really good. And this is uh, Elanco, E-L-A-N-C-O, Animal Health. Elanco Animal Health. Uh, kind, of a, kind of a weird one, but uh, that's definitely the case here. Elanco um, Animal Health. And, you know, people really like their pets. And so, you know, these animal health plays are really, really good. It's up basically a dollar and 15 cents today, and or about 21%. Uh, you know, in terms of the volume, and it's up about 3%. So this is something you want to kind of look at. It's sort of setting up very, very nicely. Uh, it does have a little bit of a low composite rating. That is an issue, but it is improving. So there is a 36.63 buy point on this one, 36.63. And currently, it's at 35. So it's just below that buy point. What you want to do when you have a situation like this and you have uh, you have the ability to to buy it at this level, uh, you, you definitely want to back my, there we go. Come on. I, I just, uh, for some reason, my, uh, yeah, there we go. We're back. Hopefully I can turn back on the camera. I have a little bit of issue again, bandwidth issue. So I should be, let me do this really quickly. Just to, hold a second. And I'm going to, I'm going to plug in some more bandwidth here. And I'm going to do that right now. Um, you know, I've been having, I've been kind of bandwidth constrained. I, I must say. So there. Hopefully, this will make a difference. And I'm going to be right back here. Thanks for holding on here. And hopefully, this will make a little bit of a difference. See if I can. There we go. I think. I think. Uh, you know, I need both of those. I need both of those 200 megabit channels. So, anyways, taking a look at Elon. This is one you might want to look at. Now, you don't want to buy it right now because it's at 35.38. You want to wait until it moves above this 36.63 buy point. So here's how I would do this one. I would set a buy stop limit order, and I basically set it for, um, uh, you know, set the stop is equal to, I'm going to put that in there right now. The stop will be right at the buy point, which is 36, 36, 63. And then the limit order is 10 cents above that. So that's 36, 73. So if you were to do it this way, if you were to buy this, this stock, super easy to do. You just set a very specialized order. It's called a buy stop limit order. And basically with the buy stop limit order, what happens is if it goes above this 
um, this 36.63, then it offers to buy it at a price of 36.73. He said, Jim, why would you want to buy it for more? You know, why would why didn't you want to get a bargain? Why wouldn't you want to buy? Why do you want to buy for more here? Well, one of the major reasons that you want to do that is so that you're buying on strength. That's very, very, very important. And this will allow you to do it. It's called a buy stop limit order. And this one might be a very good candidate for it. It's a, a, a Lonco Animal Health. E-L-A-N is the ticker symbol on that. So just wanted to kind of show that to everyone. By the way, uh, we have this great, uh, in case you're, you're not on the list yet, we have a great uh, special Discord service where basically I'm available pretty much the whole trading day from the open until this show, try to an answer questions and hopefully to, um, you know, to, to, uh, to help everybody on that. Um, you know, I try to, um, I try to be on the, on board on all of these. Uh, so this is, this is kind of a neat little service, super easy to get, to get uh, access to that service. Uh, just go to, Venny.com slash you slash Dallas trading floor. So that kind of gives you um, an idea of the special discord service. And a lot of people really like it. And a lot of people we've had some very big success stories. I'm going to probably try to put some success stories out uh, today. We've had some, some, some people that have done very well. They did very well. Some people did very well in NVIDIA. So just kind of wanted to highlight some of those kind of cool things that are going on. And without further ado, let's get into some of the questions. See if I'm going to bring that up. Thank you. Any stock for trading tomorrow? Well, you know, I do like this this Elon. Um, this is one, you know, and and I also DocuSign. So let's uh, let me just look at Elon first. Let's let's kind of really analyze the chart. Um, it's E L A N, and hopefully, yep, yeah, E L A N and, and Nvidia and Docu. So I just want to kind of go over those those ones first. So let me put the let me put this up here. I'm just bringing up my charts, and hopefully they're going to be working working well this time. Man, I tell you, I last few days I it's just been I've I have been just sort of sort of uh, you know not the greatest when it comes to technical. So hopefully today. You know, hopefully today this will this will work a little better. So let's pull that window up here. And uh, by the way, if you're looking on TikTok, this is available on um, on YouTube. All you have to do is uh, go to my profile, click on that link, and then if you scroll all the way down to the bottom, you should see the live feed for the show that we're doing right now on on uh, on on uh, YouTube. And that way you can see all the charts. But without further ado, I want to show you DocuSign. And this is the one that I've really, um, you know, that I really want to highlight. Why? Because, well, first of all, I did a, first of all, the bull call spread. That's something that is, is pretty great that you can do. And uh, by the way, you can get access to that bull call spread very easily. Uh, just all you have to do is go to the website and you will see it. There we go. All right. Yeah. Just to get access to this bull call spread that I did on DocuSign, I think it's really worth looking at. And I'm going to go through it uh, piece by piece here in just a second. But uh, this is a very good chart. DocuSign is looking very good. It's almost, it's almost too, it's almost extended here. It's above 300. It really, it should be bought really at about this level, really no higher. 
the, the volume is very high on it, and I think it's it's making a nice move. And I think that we're going to see it, it it basically pulled well above the the pivot. So this is probably going to go higher at least for the time being. And I kind of want to give you a, kind of a a look see at uh, at the um, the way the way that lines up. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull up the um, let's see I'm going to pull up. Uh, I'm, I'm going to pull up the, there we go. Let's see if I can, I guess I, oh, that's right. Cause it's, 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 I've got to pull it up on. So let's go over here to what I'm doing is I'm pulling this up on, um, uh, slides. I kind of want to show you this bull call spread that, uh, and, I, and, I, and also hopefully we'll be able to, there we go. Okay. So here we go, uh, and let's share that out. So this is something that uh, I worked on today. It's available basically by going to www, um, uh, Dallas Trading Floor, and then just uh, this is the bull call spread on DocuSign. And I kind of want to kind of want to go through it with you. This is a really interesting one. I think this has a high a high propensity to to be right now if you want to get this full deck and, and get all these notes and everything just go to www dallas trading floor uh i'm not a gmail i'm sorry dallas trading floor.com let's see if we're gonna yeah there we go this is this yeah there we go this is where you want to go <laughs> this is where you want to go to get this this uh bull call spread but anyways the advantage of this is is that first of all docusign is moving higher and we have an opportunity, basically, the entry cost on this for four contracts. Now, you can only do this with one contract. And matter of fact, my, my uh, intern did it with three contracts. So you can really size this one nicely in terms of, uh, uh, in terms of about $250 um, um, exposure here. This has a maximum return of about $976, depending on when you enter the, enter the, the spread. The break-evens are at about $302.56. And basically... The way it works is, is that if you do this, if you do this, um, this spread, basically it will, you know, as long as by by the 20th of August, it closes above about 302.56. Actually, 302.50. This will be this will make a profit. So, if you're able to hold this into the close, you know, this this will produce about a 900 and um, and fifty dollar profit, which is which is very very good. This has a potential of you know about a ninety percent profit in let's see one month and about uh, about forty five days. So it's pretty strong, and you know, this is kind of basically gives the the how it how it lines out. Just kind of want to show you why DocuSign is so good right now. The composite rating is ninety nine. Well, that's the best. Uh, the earnings per share rating is ninety nine. That's the best too. Relative strength is eighty three. We like to see anything above. An 80, that's really good. The the relative strength of the group is B plus, which is actually this is an improving group. Uh, the um, so everything is and this is the basic point, amazing thing here. Many big funds are now accumulating DocuSign. DocuSign has become a de facto leader in the document space. If you've if you've been selling in the last few years, if you've sold a house or a car or anything like that, you're going to probably be using DocuSign. They just have a tremendous, uh, they have a tremendous presence in the space. And it looks like, you know, the, 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 uh, the potential for this company is, is pretty much limitless. I mean, it's probably going to double in sales. It's already huge. 
Uh, but this is a great way to take advantage of. Just wanted to put it out there. If you're if you're watching online, just go to www.dallastradingfloor.com, and then you'll see uh, you'll you'll see this uh, see the trade. You just push on that button, and you'll be good to go uh, to get the, get on that list um, to see the to to see the trade. Anyways, so that is kind of what I am looking at currently, and uh, that those are two really really good ones. All right, so here we go. Uh, any hopes for AI? I purchased, oh, I have a purchase price of 150. Wow. Here's the thing. This is so, so critical thing. And I, and I, 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 I probably, you know, I, I, I can sympathize with you because when I start, when I was initially a new trader, um, I did this, I made this mistake all the time. And that was, I, um, you know, and, and that was, I basically let my, um, you know, my, I, I let my, I, I cut my profits short and I, <laughs> and I let my, uh, and, and I, and I cut my prop, my, my winner short and I let my losers run thinking they were come back. Here's the thing. If you're down more than, if you're, if you're ever down more than 7% on a stock, let me see if I can pull this back up. There we go. All right. If you're if you're ever down more than seven percent on stock, it's really time to close it. You see, and and I, I I'm probably not trying to be cute here, but you, you see, if you bought it at 150, then you should have ideally closed it at no lower, at at, at no at no lower than 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 about 140. You, you should never take more than about a seven percent loss. Here is my advice to you, and 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 you're probably not going to want to hear this. I think you should sell your stock now, and then we're gonna we're gonna build you a portfolio that'll work. Right now, you're in a situation where it may come back someday. Um, I was in the stock too, but but when it pulled below my stop loss, I, I cut I cut my losses. And the reason you do this is just because you just don't want to draw down in your in your capital accounts. Unfortunately, that's the case. Whenever you buy a stock, you just got to get into this habit. When you buy a stock, buy the stock, and then Put in a stop loss immediately at seven percent lower than that price, no exceptions, and you put in a market stop. This way, you're you're never going to really you, you know you you may lose seven percent, but you're not going to lose um, you're you're not you're not going to lose two thirds. You've unfortunately right now you've lost two thirds of the price of that. So and 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 that's going to be tough to get it back because when you go more than about seven percent in loss, it takes it's much more difficult. See now. To to get back to where you were even, you have to have at least a 200% return in your in in your portfolio, and that's very unlikely. So, but don't you know? Stop the bleeding now. Cut your losses, and then see, and then go to cash, and then we'll help you build a good, um, you know, a, a, a good portfolio. And that's really that's really really the key. You just got to do that because as hard as that is, you know, that will help you the most. That 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 will help you. That will help you the most. So the best thing to do is to cut your losses, and then possibly go back in with uh, you know, um, you know, try to build it from from there. But I think really what you got to do is you got to cut your losses right now. And I'm really I, I hate to give you that news. I just hate to do it, but I know what the answer is. The answer is simple, and the, and the answer is basically. You just need to cut your losses, and you need to cut your losses now. So, cut your losses, and then we can get to the we can get 
uh, onto building uh, building a good portfolio for you. And uh, by the way, let's uh, you know talking about portfolios. Let's uh, take a look at the small portfolio. I just kind of want to show you my allocations on the stocks that I have, and I'm going to go in here and and this is by the way I this is a uh, this is in Google Sheets, and uh, what we do, what I do here is I update, show my profit and losses in a relatively small portfolio. This is an IRA that I trade, and so it's a, it's a good it, and, and I use it basically for a demonstration because it uh, is definitely something that uh, you know that that is that is a very good um, portfolio to to learn on. Now, currently. This is where I am in my small portfolio. And uh, as I said, I, my, right now, at least in my small portfolio, one of my top holdings is DocuSign. As you can see, I have in, in DocuSign, I have about, I have a little bit more than um, one position. I have basically two full positions in DocuSign. Um, it's currently at about 15% of my portfolio. Typically, with a portfolio, you have eight full positions, so it's it's not quite two full positions. That would be sixteen percent, about fifty percent, about two two full uh, positions. It's up significantly. Uh, I've held it for five days, and uh, we're up about uh, you know you, you know we're up about five percent, which is pretty good. The second largest holding that I have currently is Nike. Now, unfortunately, Nike is not in a buy zone. We could buy micro, we could buy DocuSign right now because it's right at the buy point. You can buy it right now. But with Nike, unfortunately, I bought that a little bit a while ago. As you can see, I've I've held that one for 28 days. It's up about four percent over that period of time. So pretty good uh, in that as well. Um, of course, everybody knows I'm an Apple. I've, I'm a definitely Apple fan. I eat an Apple day to keep the to keep the tax man away. I had an Apple just before the show, and that's up about three percent. Um, also Microsoft in there. And then I'm also in the Santander con consumer, but I still have a significant amount of cash. I'm currently 23% in cash. Now are all my, are all my um, stocks winners? Absolutely not. I wish they were, but um, this is, this is my trading record for this, this month so far, as you can see, I've lost on several of these. I mean, I've lost on, on KLIC, uh, L brands, uh, the trade desk, but you notice how all of those losses are 7% or below. And why? Because those are stop losses. That's what's happening here. I'm, I'm getting stopped out of these positions, and then I'm taking that money and I'm putting it in the better positions. And then when the better positions with DocuSign gets above 20%, then I'm selling those and taking those profits. So as you can see, so far this month, for the portfolio, I'm up. Now, now I had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven losing trades. But I had two great trades, and that's really what you want to do. That's why the 7% rule works, because we're never taking more than a 7% loss, and we're typically trading that for a 20% or 21% gain. That's a three times. So if you do this on a regular basis over, over a period of time, you're going to win on this. So currently, as you can see, we're up for the month about 5.52%. Now, if we annualize this, if we took this on an annualized basis, we would be coming out with, you know, quite a bit. We've come out with 60% return on our portfolio. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Now you can see same thing uh, the, the month before. I was up a lot more a month before because it was a little bit better month. That was in June. Uh, 
But as you can see, I had losers in there. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven losers. But I also had winners too. And I was trying to take those and I was taking, trying to take those profits fast. So part of the way I trade is that I try to get into the best stocks as they are moving and then, and then uh, keep pushing my stop loss up. When I get, when I get sold out, then I am, you know, I, I, I am uh, taking that and, and moving that to, uh, you know, to a, to, to a different, uh, you know, moving it into the profit column. So, um, you know, that's, it's, it's a sort of an automatic way to trade. I'm going to try to put together some, some videos on this because it's a, it's a tremendous, it can be a tremendous, uh, tremendous way to go. So, uh, let me put up for, for Matt, let's put up, let, let's analyze, um, let's, let's analyze THC. This is tenant healthcare. And this one's interesting because, um, let's see. Yeah, there we go. Um, this, this one's really interesting because it's, uh, tenant healthcare. It's, it's obviously based here in Dallas. Let me do a second. There we go. Um, currently, we are not in a buy zone for this one. We are above the buy zone. The buy point on this one was 57.98. You can see that right here. Now, uh, that was on a cup basis, and then it moved above that point. Now, what does the buy point mean? Well, typically, as a stock moves, it moves into these consolidations, and then it moves above, and then it consolidates, and it moves above. So you want to buy as it's moving through a buy point on up from the buy point on up about 5%. And so right now we could buy this, but it is relatively extended. Now, another thing we have, we can look at here is we can look at, see how far above the, um, see, see how far above the, the, um, the, 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 the 10 day line that we are. So let's take a look here. I'm going to see if I can put it right there. Okay. So currently, we are extended very significantly. We are uh, over 4% above the 10-day line. So this is not a good entry point right now. I know it's, I know it's hard because when you're looking at this, you're just like, wow, that's a gap up. It looks really good, Jim. Well, you know, <laughs> why wouldn't you get into it? Because the further you get away from these buy points and these index lines, the more risk you take. So basically, right now is probably not a good time to enter tenant healthcare. Just because it's a good stock, it just tactically is not the best time. Though the relative strength is good. This is a good stock. You should definitely have this on your watch list. 77% um, 77 on this checklist. So it's an excellent checklist. Uh, the, the, the group is, 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 is continuing to do extremely well. The, the, the medical hospitals area right now is 12 out of 197 in terms of the sectors. So this is a really good place to be. Uh, it's just not the right time to buy it. Now, here's what you need to do. You need to watch list the stock, wait for it to pull back to the, um, 50 day line. If it pulls back to the 50 day line, or even the 21-day line and reverses, which is kind of what it does today, then you can buy it. But you want to make sure it pulls back and then reverses higher. Right now, it's a little extensive. I probably would not buy THC right now. I would wait for another opportunity. And that may be a pullback and a reversal off the 21-day line. So I really appreciate that. Um, that question. Let's look at hands uh, for hands on Square and uh, AMC. I'm going to first look at Square. 
um, Square is tremendous in the payment space. Now, of course, I prefer PayPal, but I do like Square as well. It did it it it's it's it has some very nice chart action right now, but currently it is not at a buy point. You might be able to buy it at as a reversal, but let's take a look. And I'm gonna what I'm gonna do here, and what I'm doing here is I'm drawing a line that's kind of going with the higher highs. Now currently, and I'm gonna set an alert on that line. Now, what am I doing here? Well, the you always want to buy a stock as it's moving higher. And right now it has not moved above this this trend line. So we want to wait for it to move higher. Now if Tomorrow and the next day, it moves above this trend line. Then we have an alert that we, 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 we're good to go on the buying of it. Now, there are some issues here with this stock. The relative strength is only 75. I like to see at least 80. But because of the drawdowns in the market, I think that, you know, this is definitely a place that we could possibly buy. There is another issue here, and that is the finance credit card payment area. It's not the greatest group. It's 103 out of 197. So, with that in mind, let's kind of see, look to see if there's any better opportunities in this particular group. What I'm going to do here is I'm going to move over to this group. It's one, it's the 103 group. So let's see if I can get that up on the screen. And what I'm doing here is I'm just basically going to this. These are the um, these these are the sectors of the um, of the market. And and what I'm doing here is I'm going down to the industry groups and I'm looking for group 103 which is where the credit cards are so I'm just going to go ahead and look at the rank and I'm going to sort those ascending and we're going to go down here and look for 103 so I want to what I'm doing here is I'm trying to find out in this credit card space what are the other good companies because we always we don't want to just we always want to try to be buying the best of the best if we possibly can this is the credit card group so it's been doing very well it's got a nice chart um, the, over, the overall chart, but we want to look at the top stocks here. Now, currently, and this, this is what I this is what I wanted to show you. Currently, the number one stock in this category is PayPal. So, Square is, is in there in a big way, but its relative strength is 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 not quite as good as PayPal. PayPal is a little bit better, 85 as opposed to 75. Nothing wrong with Square, but if you're got, if you're interested in this group, you always you always ought to look. To buying the most um, powerful in that group and currently that is PayPal so I'm going to go over here and take a look at PayPal to see if PayPal is viable and let's look PYPL now I do know that it kind of is because I was a buyer. <laughs> I've been a buyer of PayPal that's why I know so here's here's the thing even though PayPal is a more expensive stock it, it moved off a little bit after us it's 295 75 after hours but right now and as you can see by all of this notation that i have here paypal is in a superior space in terms of of, of of where you can buy it square is number two but paypal is number one so here's what i would recommend hans on this if you're looking at square consider paypal it's a better deal even though it's more expensive it definitely is a better it's a better stock and this is the most bonus thing about it Currently, PayPal is basically right at the buy point because the buy point on a cup with handle base is 296. Now, it just, after hours, it went to 296.54. So it's sitting right at the pivot. If you were to buy this right above that at maybe 296.64, 
with a buy stop limit order, then you would be buying this just about perfectly. And this is going to give you probably the most potential. So if you're looking at Square, consider PayPal. It's probably a better bet right now. Now, let's go to uh, AMC, of course. And AMC is, you know, that's the king of the meme stocks. Um, so let's see if we can find a way to trade AMC. Um, the problem with AMC is, you know, there's first of all, there's a lot of politically going on with AMC. I have drawn this this reversal line here. This is this this is this black line here. Currently, AMC is trading below this reversal line. So I probably would not be a buyer at this level. I want to see AMC move above. Um, basically, I want to see it move above about $49. Currently, it's at $42. So right now on AMC, I would not be a buyer. Out of these two things uh, here, Square and AMC, I would pick neither of these two, but I would consider buying PayPal, PYPL, because it's set up very, very nicely, and it's the number one in that group. All right, any good stocks to buy right now? Well, as I said, DocuSign, is and I want to reiterate this one. I did talk a little bit about this one, um, and we and of course this is the one I have this the the uh, bull call spread on, and I think this is a very very good stock, and I think this is going to be this is I think at the beginning of a very very strong run, kind of like what we had in Nvidia. Um, right now it's pulled up and it's right in the buy range, so you could definitely buy this one right now. It's pulled back a little bit after ours. It's about three hundred, but. The buy point on this one is 290. So we are looking very, very strong. This is one you might want to consider buying right now. This has been this is being accumulated by many of the biggest funds. So, and I'm in this one heavily. I have this in all four accounts. Um, you know, it's funny. I find that in trading that I make most of my money on very few stocks. Now, uh, in the last few months, I've been making I've made most of my gains on Nvidia. Um, and but right now it seems like that's changing a little bit, and I'm starting to see a lot of action on DocuSign. So DocuSign for me is doing very very well. So this is this is a good this is a good stock that you could buy right away right now. A DocuSign D O C U. Now another stock that I do think is right now uh, at a very good place and is viable uh, is is um, is PayPal. PYPL. Uh, again, I was talking a little bit about this before. This is also in a buy zone. It is also a leader. See, both DocuSign and PayPal are number one in their category. So we like to buy the best possible stocks that we can get. And one of, and the two of those right now are PayPal and DocuSign. So that's kind of the thing um, that, that I want to say. Right now, the market is tougher to trade than it was before. It's not like it was uh, even six months ago, where just about anything in the tech space was working. Not everything in the tech space is working right now. Only the best of the best. So I, I really think that it's a good time to start looking at, you know, the leaders that are coming out of the box. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why I'm, I'm so high right now on DocuSign. We'll see. Now, um, for, for one that I'm not currently back into, but it's just split, four for one, if you've been with me for any amount of time, you'll know that uh, I'm a big fan of NVIDIA. I have not re-entered the position. I sold all my positions on Monday and Tuesday of this week, primarily because uh, I wanted to see it recover. And I do think that we're getting to the point where we could possibly, it possibly make a move higher. Now, here's one thing you'll notice about this chart. Um, just, just yesterday, it was just yesterday, 
it was like $700. You go, what happened, Jim? Well, it split four for one. Now, in, in NVIDIA's run, it went as high as basically, it, it, went, it went as high as basically um, uh, about, about three, uh, about 8.30. And see, that's, what, that's because this is represented here. It's high at 208.75. Now, typically what happens when a stock splits is that people that get the split shares will then take some of their shares and then sell off some of those shares. And then that will pull the price down. But I do expect, because it's such a strong stock, that if we see NVIDIA move above that 21-day line, and that's, and I'm going to, I'm going to put in a price alert that right there. So I'm going to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to track the price, and I'm going to go right to that 21-day line because that's a key line, and that is about 191. So if NVIDIA moves above about 191, then I am very interested in looking to buy that. So I'm going to look. Um, you know, look to buy NVIDIA. But I don't really, I, I want to see it move a little bit with a little bit more strength. I want to see it clear that 21 day. I think if we reverse on that 21 day, and that's kind of looking like, like what, it, what we're seeing, then I'm more interested in getting back into NVIDIA. Now, one cautionary note, uh, earnings are in 29 days. So as we get closer to earnings, it becomes more and more risky. So basically, when you're starting out a position, when you're coming into earnings, this is a rule of thumb, and I just put it out there, you want to be up 10% in your stock before earnings. If not, you want to consider selling at least half your position. Why? Because earnings can be very fickle. They can, they can, they can do bad things to your stock. So if you're not up 10% or approximately 10%, Prior to earnings, consider selling and then buying it back after earnings because uh, earnings events can take the stock down significantly. Now, talking about earnings, I have a bear call spread on Intel. Now, unfortunately, I love Intel as a company, but they are experiencing some issues. The question is, you know, what is going to happen after earnings? Now, earnings for Intel are basically in two days. And I do expect that their earnings are not going to be all that stellar this time around. I do think, you know, we are in a downward trend with, with, um, you know, we, we are, we are in a downward, we are in a downward trend with, um, you know, with, with, with Intel. And if you see, if we bought, if we, if we kind of go through the, we draw that trend line, we see it did just, it just did move above that trend line. It, it did just move above that trend line, but it's still fighting to see if it's going to trend higher. Currently, the trend for 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 uh, Intel is downward, and I do expect I do not expect a good earnings report for for Intel, and that's why I have a bear call spread on Intel for uh, for next week uh, for this week uh, when earnings. So we'll see how that works. That was featured yesterday on the show. And uh, so hopefully everybody that got in on that, what I'm going to do is everybody, the, part of the reason I like you going to and putting your name and address in is so I can email you when I close the trade and when I close it out, just for your, just, just so, just so that it will help. So that if you sign and you put your name and address in, uh, when you, when you take a look at the trade, if you decide to do the trade, then that gives me an email list that I can then send uh, to uh, when, um, when, when I close the trade and when I close it for. So. That can be a good thing. All right. Uh, any good stock? Okay, that we did that good stocks. Okay. Um, 
Sound is good. Okay, fantastic. I'm getting sound. That's working today. Ah, I'm so loving this. Okay, let's look at Wish. I did have a spread on Wish. Uh, I didn't do anything on it. I lost a little bit of money on it, and I did close it. I only had one contract. It was very, it was very, very small. I'm afraid this is just not the kind of stock. You know, I did. A, I have part of my portfolios that are speculative. This one, I think you just. I, I just don't think it's going to. I just don't think it's performing well, and I don't think you should be in it. If you look at, and this is this is something you always want to do when you look at a chart. Now I'm looking at the daily chart here. Is you want to look to see kind of. You want to size up the chart, and one of the ways you size up the chart is you look to see how is the chart trending. Well, this chart, as you can see, is trending downwards. So I'm just drawing a line here, and and what am I doing? Well, what I'm doing is I'm drawing a line through the through the through the high points. This is the highest it made, and then this is the next kind of um, reversal. So this is the reversal line. If you can, as you can see, all of the price action is below that reversal line. So I. Just based on this, I wouldn't buy it. And the reason I wouldn't buy it is because this stock is trending lower. I don't want to buy trucks that are trending lower. I want to only buy stocks that are trending higher. So right now on Wish, I'm afraid you just got to probably, if you're, if you're down on this one, I think maybe what you might want to do is cut your losses. And this is why that 7% rule is so important. And I, I know I keep reiterating it again and again and again. I'm like a broken record. But if you, whenever you go into a stock, if you set it, so that you are only down 7% and you're selling, that's going to help you preserve your capital. So let's take a question from TikTok. Thank you very much for holding. Ah, Bitcoin. Also, if you've been around uh, for a while, you'll notice that uh, I was indicating for a while that I, that I thought that there might be a sort of a drawdown on, um, you know, on, on, on Bitcoin. And, and indeed, I'm afraid that's, sort of that's 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 sort of that's sort of happening so i want to go over here to bitcoin kind of look at that to see yeah boy bitcoin just doesn't seem to get a break and of course you know i have not you know that that's why i don't i don't trade bitcoin directly i use the what they call the gbtc so let's take a look at that bitcoin price it is broken below, you know, it's um, help I've fallen and I can't get up. Remember that? Remember that commercial? That was a great one. <laughs> I know, I'm dating myself here, but, you know, that was that was like one of the greatest commercials ever. Help I've fallen and I can't get up. Well, that's sort of what's happening to Bitcoin. It is below that key $30,000 level. And it looks like that means it's probably going to go lower. So if you have Bitcoin right now, you might want to draw your line in the sand. I think... You know, I wouldn't hold this too much lower than it is now if I have any, because I do think the next stop is about 22,000. So I think you got to be really, really careful when it comes to Bitcoin. By the way, I, I think this, you know, so far this year, this is one of the number one asset classes. So you can't totally rule out Bitcoin, of course. But I think that the, the situation is not as good. You know, it's just it's just not as good as it was before um i think it's really better to be careful on with bitcoin let me show you the gbtc this is the grayscale bitcoin trust and um gbtc is the symbol and the grayscale bitcoin trust holds about four percent of the world's bitcoin and it is traded as an etf on uh you know on on exchanges so this is a i use this as a proxy and remember 
for the last few weeks, I've been I've been trying to say to everyone, hey, I think that Bitcoin is probably going to go down. And we'll say, well, why, Jim? Why, why is that? Well, because if you'll notice, there's been a downward trend on the GBTC chart. And that hasn't been just for a while. It's really gone since about April. So we have been in a downward trend on Bitcoin since April. And since this is 4% of the world's Bitcoin, it's likely that the price of Bitcoin is going to fall Sort of not just not in lockstep with the GBTC, but this is going to show us kind of the trend. And right now, we have what they call the gold. We have what they call the the death cross. If you'll notice, this is a this this line here is a 50-day line. It is crossed below this black line. That's a 200-day line. When this happens, that denotes that there's going to be erosion in the price of this underlying commodity. And so I'm afraid to say. It's not looking too good for Bitcoin. I think the next stop on Bitcoin is going to be about twenty-two thousand. So not 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 great. Not not great. All right. I have a question on Netflix, and of course this is one of the um, Fang stocks in FLX. And I did see a great show last night on Netflix. <laughs> not that I should advertise for them. They they do very well on their own. Um, but uh, I, I love, you know, I don't know if you ever, if anyone out there saw Ice Rose Truckers, but they have a movie about Ice Rose, which I really thought was great. Um, anyways, um, <laughs> I like those kind of things. Those are my kind of favorite ones. All right, let's take a let's take a look at the chart for Netflix. See how it's doing. Well, it one there is one good thing. It's trading. It's still trading above that that uh, two hundred day line. So that is good. But it doesn't look it, it it the trend unfortunately it has reversed it it reversed lower it was making this attempt to move above this trend line here but it didn't happen um, it, it 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 what happened is it bounced on this trend line and it does kind of look like it's moving a little bit higher but this is very weak so right now I probably would not be a buyer of Netflix until it proves itself and moves above about 563 and that's this intermediate high here and the reason that I say that is because if it moves beyond that then I think we can assume that it's in a upward trend right now it's not right now it's sort of it's sort of going sideways and another thing is at the end of the month we have earnings I suspect earnings will be very good for Netflix but the question is will they be good enough as you can see, the last time we had earnings, we had a gap down. And then the time before that, we, we, um, we, we, we had a gap up. So it's really, it's really hard to gauge this in, term, in terms of the earnings. But typically, I suspect that even if the numbers are good for uh, Netflix, that we probably will see a gap down. Now, but here's one thing you got, we got to look at with, with, um, with Netflix. The earnings have been consistently good. The growth has been really, really good. It's about 25% per quarter is their, uh, their growth in revenue. So that's very, very strong. Um, and they've also had this tremendous gain in, uh, in, in earnings. Now, the question, I question this number because this may be some accounting issues here because it, they were making money all the way there. Then they lost money in December. Obviously, they took charges there. And then, so who knows what kind of accounting issues are going on with Netflix. But right now, I just don't think it's a good 
place to be in the fangs. If you want to be in the fangs, you really, I think you got to kind of go back to basics and uh, look at Microsoft, MSFT. I'm in, I'm in Microsoft. I'm also in Apple. And these fangs just, they came to seem to be very boring, but they seem to be doing very, very well. Let's look at Microsoft here. Uh, and this is, yeah. Okay. So, and there you go. Now I'm off a little bit, but you see, you can see where I bought a full position uh, right there. And this was a few days ago. This was basically about a week ago. Um, and it was all, it's off a little bit, but it's coming. It's, it's moving back here. Uh, you know, I have been building a position in, in Microsoft really since it moved above that 283 buy point. I've been, I've been building a position. I, I, th I still think that this one in a rocky market, this is a great way to go with, uh, with Microsoft. The other FANG stock that is uh, not very – technically, uh, Microsoft is not a FANG stock, but it trades like a FANG stock. Uh, the other one is our old friend Apple, and that is, you know, it's, it, it did pull back yesterday, but, you know, it's a little bit outside of the channel. I've got the channel up here, but it looks like it's pulling right back into that channel. So I suspect that, uh, you know, Apple will probably be moving higher based on what I'm seeing. It's off a little bit in after hours, but just basically 23 cents on very low volume. So I do expect that we're going to see Apple move move higher. And I think, uh, I, I suspect we'll be up about $5 a share by the end of August. So I think, I, I definitely think 150, 152 on Apple looks very likely. Um, so if you're looking to buy, you know, you know, if you're, if you're looking to buy something like Netflix, consider buying something like Apple because I do think it's a better stock uh, right now. And I, nothing against Apple, but I'm looking for the best of the best. All right, Jeet, thank you very much. Let's look at Coinbase. And, of course, Coinbase is one of the biggest um, of the online marketplaces for, uh, for crypto. But the, as, we, as we indicated in the earlier part of the show, crypto is having trouble. Uh, crypto is, you know, because, um, because Bitcoin now is below 30,000, I think the next stop on this is, unfortunately, 22,000. And I think that the, the chart for Coinbase really kind of tells the tale. You know, there's so much excitement when it came out in April, but it has just been trending down. So I wouldn't be a, I wouldn't be a buyer right now of Coinbase. I just, it's not a good, it's not a good chart right now. And I think you got to avoid it, but I would watch this, this one because, you know, if, if the market for, um, if, if the market for, um, uh, Bitcoin moves, higher then then coinbase is going to do well but this is so tied to coin this is so tied to bitcoin i think you got to be super careful with coin right now um on disney dis uh you know this one is interesting uh it has been pulling lower but it it made an attempt and uh i do think you know and and maybe maybe i'm a debbie downer here but i i'm not as bullish on Walt Disney right now because of the reopening with the COVID thing. They really depend a lot on their, uh, you know, to hit, to hit on all center cylinders. Disney Cruise Lines has to be up, and I really don't know if that's going to do as well in this kind of environment. Also, Walt Disney World and, and some of the other theme parks have to be doing well. So this is, you know, if there's if there's another outbreak of COVID, I think we're going to have issues there too. So I would not be a buyer of Disney right now just because it's not Disney. It's really the 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 uh, the situation that we see, you know, in the in the leisure market. I just think that it's a little bit risky. Um, 
you know, and I'm, I'm probably not, I'm not as much of a fan of Disney at this level, though. I do think Disney plus is great and it's doing super and it's actually taking market share from, from Netflix to some extent, which, you know, uh, Disney is going to be very formidable in that space. There's just, there's no way to sugarcoat it. It's going to take, they're going to take share from, from everybody else. They, they're, they're probably the best in the business, but I don't think that's enough to carry the company because it's a massive company and they really depend on their theme parks. So and I don't think they're going to be uh, doing that. Hey, thank you, Kate. Thanks for, thanks for taking a look at the show. You know, I am waiting. I'm, I'm still waiting for, for NVIDIA, you know, um, I, I've, I haven't given up on NVIDIA, believe me. I love NVIDIA. NVIDIA is one of my favorite stocks. It's, it's, I, you know, in the first part of this year, it's one of the stocks that I did the very, very best in. Uh, you know, really started buying it here in May and then moving it all the way up. What I do think is it's still not time to buy it. I want to see it confirm above about that 21-day exponential moving average. And that's this green line here. So I want to see it move above that, show a little bit of the strength. I want to also see some more volume coming in. And the volume is starting to come in. So this is very encouraging. I just don't want to buy it now because I still don't think, I still want to see it get support above that 21-day line. But once it does, then I'm probably going to get back into the stock. As you can see, after hours, it's trading higher. So right now, um, you know, I'm right now with NVIDIA. And th th this market is tough to trade right now. So, you know, I'm in, I have a fairly large amount of cash in my portfolios. But I would say with this one, at about, you know, 192, if it moves above that, then I'm probably interested, and it can hold it, then I'm interested in getting back into it. So I definitely really, really like NVIDIA. It's one of my favorite stocks. And, uh, but right now, uh, I've kind of switched. I've moved over to DocuSign because it's just showing some, some excellent characteristics. Uh, so that's kind of the where I'm at there. Thoughts on Palantir? Thanks, Gunnar. Um, Palantir, of course, you know, I was in Palantir. I got stopped out of it, and I just have not found a place to get back in. Um, you know, I think long-term, this is a great stock, but right now, I just, I think you got to watch this this one, just because it is not performing as well as we would have liked. Um, you know, it moved up very nicely from the IPO, uh, you know, in January on up to about 45, but it's, it's lost, lost ground since then. So it's, it's basically 50% of where it was. I really, for an IPO, I want to see it above 45. So I'm going to be watchlisting this one for now. I don't, I know it's, I, I, it's a strange thing, but I like to, the, one of the things, if you buy at higher highs, that's going to give you your best uh, opportunity for success. It sounds very counterintuitive. Why would you want to buy something that's cheaper? Well, part of the reason is it's cheaper, generally speaking, for a reason. And the reason a stock typically is cheaper is because the holders, the people that are holding the shares, are what they call weak holders. So they're taking all the bids. So anybody that's bidding something, they're just selling. And that causes downward pressure. A stock goes up when people refuse to sell at the, at the low price. They, they, they put the ask up, and then and the only way you're going to buy those shares is if you pay that ask. So right now, at least with Palantir, there's money more. There's, there's weak holders that are willing to take the bid, and that's the problem. So right now, I think you've got to stay out of Palantir, at least until it moves above about $45. I think, I think if it moves above $45, I think that that could be really, really good. Um, it, and it may be the future, absolutely. No question about it. Uh, you know, Palantir is an excellent time. But remember, you don't necessarily, you know, here's the thing. 
Last year, Tesla was my very best stock, but I hadn't owned it for 12 years. I mean, people that were early adopters, you know, and, and held through everything, you know, bully for them. I think it's really great. But I bought it. I started buying it when it was about 196, and I rode it all the way up to the first and second splits. That's what you want to do. Not Stocks won't go up all the time, but you want to catch the wave on the ones that do. And I think that's the case with Palantir. I, it, will, it probably will have its day. But right now, I think you've got to be careful. Preserve your cash. Find some other stocks that may give you as much of a bump on that. Let's look at uh, Zim. Okay, so that's, that's uh, the Israeli National um, Maritime Company. It's been around since, I think, 1945, long time. It's a bulk carrier. And with all of this commodity inflation in the world, you know, it's uh, trade in grains and those kind of things. They need these bulk carriers. And, and it's very interesting because for years, this trade just wasn't a good trade, but it has become a good trade. But I do think that, you know, transport has sort of evened out and it's not looking as good as I'd like to see it right now. It was an IPO. It moved really, it was, you know, nicely up to about 49.90, but it's been pulling back since. Would I swing trade this one? Well, Yes, but I'd only trade it if it moves above the 40-day line. So I would probably watch this as one right now. I would not be a swing trader on Zim. Not like not right now. All right. Any positions? Uh, how many positions to buy for PoppySide? Well, here's the thing. I did buy, um, I did buy f uh, four full positions in four of my accounts for DocuSign today, and I also did a bull, a bull call spread a bull call spread on it. If you're interested in the bull call spread, super easy to get on the list to see it. And uh, let me put that up here. All you really have to do if you're if you're on the website is just go to oh, that's the Gmail, that's my that's the that's the uh, email address. It's just to go to www.dallastradingfloor.com, and then you will see it. Just just you'll just see um, it has uh, the action trade alerts, and then right below that is the trade for um, is, is the trade for Doxygen. This is a call trade. It's a limited risk trade, and I think it might be very good. But I am very bullish right now on DocuSign. I am very, very bullish on DocuSign. The numbers have been very, very good. Let's pull up the chart for DocuSign right now. D-O-C-U. Simple. And as you can see, there it is, DocuSign. And, and you can see with all this, I did a lot of notations on there's my buy points and just kind of, kind of what I've been doing. I've been buying... DocuSign essentially since it started since it since it since about here since about 250 and then I've wrote it up about uh, $50 I'm now getting really excited about it of course as it's moving above that 290 buy point close today at 300 so that's significant it is little extended it's it's not extended now but it could be extended very shortly so if you're going to try to build a position in DocuSign um, maybe it'll pull back a little bit. You want to buy it right about here. You don't want to buy it too much above about 300 because, of course, you'll be extended then. But as you can see, nice volume coming in here on DocuSign. So here's what's happening. There's a lot of institutional money that's moving into DocuSign, basically as a safety play. All right. Well, let's see. I think I have one more question, and I really appreciate everybody logging on here. Oh, goodness. I have a lot more questions. <laughs> Sorry about this. Um, boy, oh boy, oh boy. Okay. Uh, uh, space. Okay. Well, you know, space pulled back today because, and of course that's Virgin Galactic. Um, it pulled back because of, um, of, uh, Richard, of, of, uh, not Richard Francis. Um, Mark Bezos' successful flight into space. It was pretty cool. 
Um, by the way, I do have a spread on Amazon, and I think they're doing pretty well. Unfortunately, Virgin pulled back a little bit. It's now down after hours to about 31. This is a tough. This is a tough stock to trade. I'll be honest with you. But here's the thing: if it does start to rocket up, the way to play this one, not like a normal stock, because obviously they they really don't have any earnings yet. I think they, this might be the first time that they're gonna they're gonna actually able to to recognize any earnings. Because I guess this first flight, there were some paying people on there, so they're starting to be able to recognize some sales. Up until now, of course, they have had no sales, and they issued all that new stock. So here's the thing: let's see how it how it trades i'm really more interested in um in the stock if it can if it can move above about 3582 3582 is the buy point on on um on on virgin galactic so if it can power if it can rocket above <laughs> if it can rocket above that number then i think that might be uh, the might be way to go here's how you with with space the way you have to buy it is you have to do it like this you can't really just go in there and buy it in the in an open market you got to do a buy stop limit order on it so as it moves above a certain price then that's where you buy it when you buy this stock immediately 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 put your stop loss in and uh, that will help you trade it very very well well i have come to the end of the hour and I, I i just could go on 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 for this for hours and hours but if you want to get at if you're going to want to get uh, in on that trade the um if you if you want to get in on the um that the bear call spread there's still time to get into this it it uh, it you know we are right now at a very key level so if you if you want to get in on that um just go to um, www Dallas Trading Floor, and um, you know you can sign up for the. Uh, it, you'll see it. It says um, uh, bear, uh, bull call spread on um, bull bull call bull call spread on um, uh, a bull call spread on um, uh, uh, DocuSign. So that's what you want to look at. And uh, www Dallas Trading Floor. And if you're looking on TikTok, super easy. Just to get to this this trade, super easy. All you have to do is go to my profile, click on the link, and uh, you'll 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 see it. Um, you, it'll go right to Beacons, and then you'll be able to see it uh, on there. So that's another way that you can do that. And also, if you want to sign up for the action trailers, super easy. Just sign up on the www. Just sign up on. Um, DallasTradingFloor.com. So until tomorrow at 2.30, thanks, everybody. I was a little bit late today. Hopefully I'll be on time on 2.30. I was, I was working on this trade. But uh, also, if you want to take a look at the, uh, um, the, the Discord room where we, where we really go into depth on this, that's also something there that's available. And you can take a look at that by going to um, uh, www.dallastradingfloor.com and then in the, you can just punch on the link uh, if you want to go ahead and take a look at that that uh, Discord room as well. All right. Well, until tomorrow at um, I have a I'm, I'm being spammed right now on my phone. Until tomorrow. Oh God, they just they just will not quit. All right. Um, until tomorrow at two uh, thirty. Uh, I will be back and uh, happy trading and let's put it up. Let's put the, let's put the little thingy up there. Yeah, there we go. All right. So tomorrow, two 30. Thanks everybody. Happy trading.